When I was at the American Academy in Rome for a year, I was trying to write a script adaptation of James Joyce's Ulysses. It was going to be like an 18-hour television adaptation. And, you know, I was working on it, but I really hated the Academy, and I was getting really depressed and alienated there. And Mandy and I weren't really getting along that well. Um, she seemed like she was more interested in hanging out with all the other people there and sort of like, I don't know, like social climbing, I think. is how I saw it rather than like, you know, being together and just like enjoying each other. And I felt very alone and abandoned by her. And because of this alienation from the place and from Mandy, I, I, I started feeling like I was like in a horror film. And I thought maybe I should make a horror film at the Academy. Like they had like catacombs and stuff and they had like this really incredibly weird architecture. And I thought, you know what? I just need to talk about what's going on in my life. And Ulysses was not really that. So I started writing a script with this uh, guy who was there. And we kind of started late in the game. So we had to kind of write fast. And we wrote pretty fast. And we had like one month before we were going to have to leave the Academy. And I just knew I had to shoot it then or never. And I was really excited by this script. It was about somebody wakes up one day at the American Academy in Rome and finds that their wife is not their wife, that some other woman is in their bed claiming to be their wife. And everyone insists that that's their wife and they don't know what's going on. And that was the beginning. And then it kind of gets weirder. But um, I thought it was a really good script. And I was excited to make something very different than what I usually make, which is autobiography. And I approached the only producer I really knew, this guy named Mike Ryan. And he likes the script and he, he wants to, to help finance it. And he's like, we got to get name actors. So we sent it to different actors and both Vincent Gallo and Crispin Glover agree to act in it. And now we just need money to pay them. And meanwhile, I was tired of waiting for like the money to come. I just wanted just to make it because I only had like a month left before I had to leave Italy. And I met this Italian producer who said he would give me $30,000 to make it. It'd be very, very cheap, but it would get done. And he would give me the crew and the equipment and everything. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And he was coming the next day to sign the contract. And I, I called Mike and I just said, look, Mike, I, I found an Italian producer. I'm just going to make it for $30,000. I don't need name actors. I'll just use, you know, non-name actors. And I'll just, I'll just make it. Like, I don't care about name actors. And Mike said, you really should not sign that contract until you've given me a chance to try to see if I can get you like real money and real names. Let me make a phone call and get back to you. And he called this woman who was like a billionaire <laughs> that he knew. She had just divorced her billionaire husband and had like, you know, half of the fortune. And so he calls me like an hour later and says, I got you a million dollars. And I told this woman that Steve Buscemi is interested and she loves Steve Buscemi. And she said, I'll, I'll put in a million. And I was like, yeah, but Steve Buscemi hasn't committed and I need to shoot it like right away. Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, this is a million dollars. Like she said, she'll do it. I was like, okay, fine. So the Italian producer came and I said, I'm sorry. Uh, someone offered me a million dollars. I'm going to do it for a million dollars. And the guy was mad and he, and he left. And um, that was that. And then the rich woman, the billionaire lady came to Rome to meet me. And she says, I love your script so much. And I totally get it. I just totally get it. And she didn't say what she got. She just said she totally got it. So um, that was a warning sign. But I was just like, okay, cool. 
You totally get it. Anyway, she would take us every night to like an incredibly expensive meal. And it seemed like she was, you know, spending money and she was serious, but I didn't trust her. I didn't trust that she was really going to deliver the million dollars. And I also was worried that, you know, we wouldn't be able to shoot it in time if it was like a big production like that. And she said, no, we can't shoot it in time. We have to come back next year and do it. And I said, I don't want to postpone. Everything is based on where I live and the people that are here. I can't do it later. I said, nah, we can. I'll just throw a million dollars at them and they'll say fine. I'm thinking, I don't really think that's how it works, but, you know, maybe she's right. And I knew she was wrong. Like, I just knew it deep down. I knew I should just film it. And I came up with an idea, which was, let's tell her we want to shoot some tests. And we get some money, and we shoot the entire movie, just as a backup, in case, you know, the million dollars doesn't come through. And we at least, you know, we'll have tried it. It'll be good or not. And then if we get the money, we'll just redo it better with more money. And Mike said, okay, how much do you need? I said, well, they wouldn't give me 30,000. So let's say 30,000. And he said, okay. And he got her to agree to give us $30,000 for tests. And he said he had a, a DP friend of his that could shoot it. And his friend flies to Rome and we're going to shoot this whole film in like a week. And his friend says, oh, I booked this commercial <laughs> recently, so I can only stay for like four days. And I don't think we can shoot the whole thing in four days. And I was like, but I'm worried that like, she's going to pull out and then I won't have anything. And he said, well, I'm worried that if we try to shoot the whole thing in four days, it's going to look really bad because we won't have time to light it and stuff. And she's just going to say, what the hell is this? And she's going to pull out. But if we just shoot a few scenes, like select scenes and they look really good, then she'll be like, okay, this looks good. And, you know, really do tests. And I knew it was a bad idea. I, I knew it. Like at the deepest level of my being, I knew that this was a bad idea, but I, I let myself be talked into it. And the thing I hate most in life is when I let myself be talked into something that I know is not right. But I did it. I did it because I was greedy and a million dollars sounded good. And I did. I just did some tests. And, you know, I knew people who were actors and one of them was Greta Gerwig. Like she wasn't famous yet and she was going to play the female role. And one of the male roles was going to be this guy, Justin Rice, who was in this band, Bishop Allen, and also acted in Andrew Pajowski's film Mutual Appreciation and was really good in it. And so I flew both of them over and they were playing uh, the main couple. And, you know, it was fun. We had a good time, but we only shot like five scenes. And, you know, we submitted the scenes to, to the billionaire lady and she said she liked them, but she wanted, you know, a name actor still. And um, she wanted Steve Buscemi and Steve Buscemi uh, dropped out. And she didn't want Crispin Glover because she said her manicurist didn't know who that was. And so we had this meeting and everyone's like yelling out names of famous people. <laughs> and somebody said Paul Rudd. And she said, oh, I like Paul Rudd. What about Paul Rudd? And I thought, you know, he doesn't really seem like right for the role, but if she likes him and that's going to get us the money, maybe that could work. I don't know. So I said, okay, we can offer it to Paul Rudd. So she offered it to Paul Rudd and, you know, they make an offer and they have like a week to respond. And, and Paul Rudd said no. And then she asked his manager or agent, you know, why did he say no? And the agent said, 
because he found the script esoteric, obscure, and confusing. And I said, okay. I mean, that makes sense because it's Paul Rudd. I mean, it's not really his kind of thing. It's more like a Crispin Glover kind of thing. And then she said, you know, there's something wrong with the script. We need to rewrite the script. And I said, you said you love the script. Like when I met you, you said you totally get it and you love it. And, and there's nothing wrong with the script. She said, yes, there is. I said, what's wrong with it? She said, it's obscure and it's esoteric and it's confusing. It's like, okay, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to change? And she said, it's too long. It reads long. I want you to shorten it. And she said, I have an office assistant who can like work on it with you. And I said, okay, fine. And so she gives me her office assistant and the guy reads the script and says, you know, it reads a little bit long. And I'm thinking, you know, you often say things like he is walking to the door or he is eating. If you just wrote instead, he walks to the door or he eats, it would like make it shorter. And I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll give it of all the gerunds and we'll make it a little shorter. So we did that and it made the script two pages shorter. So I turned it in and I said, here it is. It's a little shorter now. And she didn't get back to me and I would call her and she wouldn't get back to me and I would call her. And finally one day I called and I said, this is Steve Buscemi. And they put me through. And I said, it's Kaveh, why aren't you returning my calls? And she said, because your script sucks. And I've already wasted enough money on it and on you. And I said, I thought you loved the script. And she said, I just said that. Because <laughs> I thought Steve Buscemi was in it. And he's not. And I was like, okay. And we hung up the phone. And I just thought, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I said no to the $30,000 for the mirage of a million and a name actor. And I went into like a really heavy depression for like a year. And I think that's why I don't try to make that kind of film anymore. 